What up? I pray all has been well. Pray you in good spirits as you're taking this in. I finally had a book arrive that I've been waiting a little while for. It was even kind of hard to find. Um, it's called The Tao of Ji Kundo by Bruce Lee. It's just, we're going to be jumping into it this season or lately, but uh, I just, now that it's here, I'm so excited to get into it. I already read a couple pages. I would just like to share, you know, like a dedication or maybe even a paragraph to kind of show why we're even going into this book. The dedication says, This book is dedicated to the free, creative martial artist. Research your own experience, absorb what is useful, reject what is useless, reject what is useless, and add what is essentially your own. Although in this dedication is stating that the book is for the free creative martial artist, I believe it could also be applied to just the artist or the person. Or even the animal, which is just a living sentient being. To be an animal is to be animate. Shout out to Mr. Thinking Outside the Box. But the quote that goes along with the dedication, the research your own experience, absorb what is useful, reject, reject what is useless, and add what is essentially your own. It's certainly a philosophy that I've gone by when learning staff. If you keep up with me on IG, you see me out there practicing a little, little staff work, little boxing, little taekwondo, if you will. But I don't study or watch masters to learn what they're doing or to perfect what it is that I'm doing. I kind of just go for it keep what is essential and I let the rest go and I just keep building upon itself. I believe this is something similar to what King David was alluding to in Psalms when he talks about how the Most High himself trained his hands for war. Let's go ahead and get like the first paragraph or something. The martial arts, including boxing. The martial arts are based upon understanding, hard work, and a total comprehension of skills. Meaning you don't just have the, the skills memorized. You comprehend them. You know how to dissect them. You know how to use them in different ways than they were intended to be used. Power training and the use of force are easy, but total comprehension of all of the skills of the martial arts is very difficult to achieve. To understand, you must study all natural movement in all living things. So that's including vegetation. That's including insects. You just got to study how nature or life in itself moves. 
Naturally, you can understand the martial arts of others. You can study the timing and the weakness. Just knowing these two elements will give you the capacity to knock him down rather easily. So basically, if you know the basics of one martial arts, it helps you observe and dissect the movements in another. Or if you know how one thing moves, it helps you observe and really examine how something else is out here moving. Let's get one more paragraph. The heart of the martial arts, it's in its understanding. To understand techniques, you must learn that they contain a lot of condensed movement. The overall movement is a combination of small ones. They may look quite awkward. When you start to learn it, you will find that it is awkward to you. That is because a good technique includes quick changes, great variety, and speed. It may be a system of reversals, much like a concept of God and the devil. In the speed of events, which one is really in charge? Do they change places with lightning speed? The Chinese believe so. Ah, so the Chinese believe that they are interchanging, that at one moment it can be this and at the next moment it can be that with no time lapse. To put the heart of the martial arts in your own heart and have it be a part of you means total comprehension and the use of a freestyle. When you have that, you will know that there are no limits. That's all we're going to get out of the book for this time. But let's let's grab a couple definitions to really go into why we're even going into this book, even though based off these two paragraphs, you can kind of see where I'm going with it, how I'm going to show you that the philosophies shared in this book aren't just for the martial artists, but can definitely be applied to just life. Let's grab a definition for Tao real quick. The definition of Tao is the absolute principle underlying the universe, combining within itself the principles of yin and yang and signifying the way or code of behavior that is in harmony with the natural order. So if Tao is the absolute principle of the underlying universe. So I mean... I can't say that in this instance, we're talking about the creator, but we're talking about the principle that the creator used to create all that there is, which some may believe is wisdom in itself. Then it says, combining within itself, the principles of yin and yang, Then it says, combining within itself the principles of yin and yang, which could be looked at as combining good and evil. But I believe yin and yang 
although it's defined as positive and negative, that if they are one and the same, one can't be good and one can't be evil. They're just two sides of the same thing. The same way when you're throwing a jab or throwing a punch forward, you're releasing energy backwards. So the yin will be the punch and the yang will be that energy that's released in its opposite. The way we view good and evil has been skewed because we don't hold the creator as the utmost authority. By doing that and understanding that the same creator is performing the good as that's performing the evil, you see that there's no, there's really no such thing. But at times it will be necessary for events to take place or actions to be taken that we may see as evil because of how it affects us and because of our point of view and perspective when said action occurs. But if you're loyal and obedient to that being who does the good and the evil, it's not really evil. When your parents punished you, they weren't doing evil to you. They were disciplining you. They were showing you the right way. <laughs> and this says combining within itself the principles of yin and yang and signifying the way or code of behavior. So yin and yang is really just a teaching tool to keep you on that straight and narrow path. We're told that if you go to the left or to the right, that you're automatically falling off, but which is true. But the things on the left and the things on the right are what aid in keeping you in the center. There's a time and a place for everything. Everything to the left or to the right isn't automatically bad, but it definitely has to be monitored. It definitely has to be done in uh, moderation. Or else you'll go too far left or too far right. You'll go off the path. And according to Khan Drop, we're trying to hit the makir we're trying to hit the mark the towel is the mark is the way is the path that's all i got